0: Hello, and welcome to the Tech Lunch podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting te- applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listener's ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm John. And you know, this week we're kind of missing Ed, but you know, we'll you know, mosey on without him.
1: He's in spirit.
0: Yep, yeah, he's in spirit. I don't know what he's <laughs> doing, but you know, hopefully he had a good date. Yeah. I um, but... You know, in all seriousness, you know, this week we're going to kind of continue down the path of our, uh, you know, the technology and sports that we started last week. And, you know, we kind of want to get into, you know, the technology and like motor sports and the extreme sports, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, or those like technology sports, I guess you could call them like your indoor drone racing and, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So, so less so on the edge of like
1: what, what? People would you know, coin esports, but more so yeah. on, like, um, um, yeah, drone racing is a great example because it's, it's, uh, it's using augmented reality AR, or AR as well as um, uh, you're wearing a VR goggles or glasses to, to kind of in, in, envision um, where you're moving. And, you know, j- the incredible amount of reaction timing that you yeah. need coupled with the the understanding of you know let's say the virtual realm or that visualization or how virtualization however you want to you know put it it's it's incredible
0: and um, the ability not to get uh, motion sick sequ-
1: yeah yeah no because um I don't know about you the, the first time i put on um ar goggles I, I was it was kind of it felt weird i felt like i was you know not only out of my element but it's not like you forgot how to walk, but, like, you were unsure of where you were walking. You were unsure of your area. Is it really true, or mm-hmm. is this really what's around me? Uh, it feels like I'm still back at home, but it looks like I'm, you know, cliff diving or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, my, my, my first set of AR goggles was NVGs. Yeah, okay. So, night vision goggles. Okay. Um,
1: A little
0: bit different. <laughs> same process.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: it was pretty much all green and no depth perception. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you, you don't know where you're at. I, I've mm-hmm. seen the the what are they the new like first person FPV drones that mm-hmm. they use for you know drone flying and stuff like that. They're using them for uh, sports. They're using them for oh yeah, filming races
1: yeah
0: um, and stuff like that. You know, they're freaking insane.
1: I think I think a good example, and I hate we don't want to go back to football too much, but. They've started doing some drone drone recording in, in, in football and it yeah the
0: past past weekend I saw yeah. some in the college game
1: yeah exactly so so <coughs> that, it's it's really cool to see but um, it's it's like the biggest the biggest detractor or the biggest complaint that people had with the sky cam was that it's it's on a wire here the kickers are gonna kick into it like uh, we're gonna throw into it and stuff like that and mm-hmm. and you remove all those obstacles and this thing. Only like you got you got one pilot and he knows, all right. These are the no fly zones. Whenever this yeah. type of play is happening, if he knows football, then you're good.
0: Yeah, I saw them. They were sitting outside the stadium. Yeah. Because what they're doing is they're covering for the old Goodyear blimp.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So you know <laughs> Goodyear's the one
0: providing the pilots. Okay. So it's their blimp technology guys. Yeah. Who are uh, running their the the, the drones. While still using the SkyCam mm-hmm. over the center of the field, so they're using like different views and stuff like that that they're pulling from. Yeah. And it's like if you think about it now in like NASCAR and and um, top fuel drag racing and you know Formula One, mm-hmm. so like that, you got drones out there doing some of the recording by flying over the tracks. Yeah, you know, if you think about it, look at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you have the column in the center of the stand, and the same, so that shows your leaderboard. Right. <clears throat> By trackers on the vehicles that are kind of using like a GPS type, mm-hmm. so, you know, to track what vehicle's in the front and stuff like that. <clears throat> you know, it's that type of stuff, that Something I you know? didn't
1: think about is there's, there's GPS trackers in each of the cars, because yep. that, that makes sense. Also... Same thing with RC like cars. Yeah, yeah, that we did see the other day. Yeah, which is which is incredible that that you know they can leverage the same type of technology. I love the drones actually. I mm-hmm. mean, this is probably one of the last things I want to kind of speak on it because it's not not so much you know tech and sports, but it's something cool that the drones can do. Yeah, is you you can get like what what was the guys they had like hundreds of them and they found a, like an abandoned like um, like valley. Uh, somewhere in like Colorado or something, and cleared out some some area, and they sent all these drones up, and they synchronized, and they flew together in a flight pattern, and they shined LED lights to show Christmas trees to mm-hmm. show to fake, quote unquote, fake the star, the uh, sorry, the fireworks, and and like it looked exactly like how it would normally. So like it's saving you, it's saving you so much, um, I would say in in the cleanup um but i mean you're paying that in electric but at the end of the day uh, we can work that back mm-hmm. in and we can build that back up but that's the drones like uh, to me is is it's easier to get them into places you can't get a jet in or we don't have yeah, blimp. yeah we don't have a blimp like that or, or jet packs in the in the sense that we would like them to be in right yeah like right now it's like mm-hmm.
0: UK military is playing with it.
1: yeah the the military is playing with some things but like I it's probably pretty clunky mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's it's you see you from a mile away and you know they're probably not trying to work with something like that yeah. <laughs> if you it,
0: can see them it's like if you think about it freaking you know like drone shows and stuff like that they use them for like halftime shows and yeah you know um the Super Bowl yeah you know whatnot so they use them all the time yeah. You know, then when you start getting down, you know, into, you know, other type of, you know, sports and stuff like that, you start getting down into motorsports, you know, like NASCAR, for example. You have onboard OBD2 readers so everybody can see what that vehicle is doing. You know their speed. You know their freaking, their acceleration and deceleration. You know what gear they're in, out of all things. You know, you have, you know, one of the hardest things to get done is, you know, the UHF communication that synchronized between all of the cars and the pit crews hmm. you know okay. it's all of that that you're dealing with yeah you know not including the engine timing and stuff that they're playing with
1: yeah I, I bet that also um with how <coughs> in tune that is with you know showing the fans what's exactly going on in that car it kind of puts you number one it puts you in the place of the the driver it makes yeah. you like what would i do in this situation so that's you know, more inclusive and it makes people want to watch and, and continue mm-hmm. to watch, but also on the sense of, um, I'm thinking about, like, th- the engineers and the mechanics who built that engine. Oh, yeah. And they're looking at these numbers, and they're like, mm.
0: is a wonderful tool. Yeah,
1: we could probably get that quicker. We could yeah. probably get a half, a half a second off that time. We could probably get a half a pound off of that by, because we don't need this counterweight or that counter But, but like, at the end of the day, they're using all this data that's being fed in through probably through an API of some sort yeah. and into into a cloud you know infrastructure of some type and and they've got to be able to, to, to you know leverage it now it sounds it sounds like a lot more when you're uh, it sounds like very geek or nerdy when you're like we're talking about racing you know or cars or you know dirt tracks or, or whatever the case mm-hmm. uh, you know the Indianapolis 500 but at the end of the day All of these topics that we've talked about endlessly is, is, you know, database infrastructure and, 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 you know, visualization, virtualization, Mm -hmm. VMs and cloud-based architecture. It's
0: all used in that. Most of it's, you know, under the Microsoft Azure banner, you know, in AWS now. um, You got a lot of the AWS guys, you know, most said CWS, um, (laughs) that's, um, uh, you know, sponsoring some of these cars. So some of their data does go there. You know, they're all involved and, you know, there's, there's cars out there right now. I think inside the NASCAR freaking, you know, area where, you know, the, well, all of them have in-car cameras, right? but it gives the fan the ability to be in the vehicle with them, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're going around that track and stuff like that, seeing the bank liens of some of these courses, some of these tracks are some of the highest bank courses in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, you know, you go through tires left and right, you know, just because you got to make sure your, your alignment's good. However, you're dealing with caster camber at that point because you have to release weight on one side and add weight to another to make sure the vehicle sits flat in that corner.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and then you start dealing with like NHRA and top fuel and some of these drag cars. You're dealing with reaction timers to say when somebody left the line. Mm -hmm. So you know when that timer starts, when that bumper crosses that line to the time that you get to the end, how fast that is. And they got to make those decisions at 200 miles an hour. Yeah, would you would you would you say that's a light curtain right there? I think so. I would
1: I would assume so, actually, that, that, that like I think about it. It's gonna be saying, a brake free light curtain. Yeah, cause, cause the the um, the car's bumper
0: uh, breaks, the, breaks break that breaks plane, the
1: plane of the of existence. Exist, that plane and it stops the timer right yeah
0: it's a it's a beam yeah so they're always breaking beams yeah and you know if you think about it you know what you're talking about like tuning and stuff like that the guys who are tuning these these um drag race cars they have to rebuild these engines in no time flat over the course of a break rebuild the entire engine from top to bottom retune it and everything's ready to go
1: and it would take me weeks so but the
0: thing is if you think about it they're having to can all this data yeah all this data is being canned back to them so they can see that vehicle what that vehicle did on a run in live time or at least in the data loggers, you know, on board, like the you know, the um uh the um uh kind of like light a light box. Yeah I was gonna like say, on the like aircraft. aircraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if you think about it, that's split second. You know, two hundred miles an hour and you're making you're making decisions, you know, in that in that fast time, what the hell you have next?
1: Yeah, no. And,
0: you know, you being a physics guy, you understand the fact that we're dealing with squat and lean here, yeah, you know, I'm, to get that those rear tires to hook up as fast as they I'm
1: thinking speed. about aerodynamics. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, you get too fast, you get too much of a, um, you know, surface area underneath. Yep, yeah, and they become sails. And, it, yeah, this car becomes a plane. Yep.
0: 200 miles <laughs> real, an hour and you're an aircraft
1: real fast and you do not fly long it's you, you know
0: <laughs> most so, of the time they'll bring those front tires off the ground and drop them right back yeah, down immediately cause,
1: cause like I think about when you kind of talk about like let's go drag racing like you, you talk about um, the one on ones and, and, and you know knowing when they can kind of start off the line because the start is you know majority of yeah. it's, it's crazy how impactful the start of a race needs to be for you to win but you can go too far. Oh you yeah. Know, Icarus, you know, he touched the sun. Yeah. <laughs> he flew too f- cl- 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 close to the sun. So so you can increase your torque to a point where you will torque so fast that the back wheels will move and the front does not have time to react and you will go nose up and those back engines will not slow down yep. <laughs> and you will f- you will start flying. It's uh, like if you so. think
0: about it, you know, if you break if you break traction the first you know, 20 feet of a race, you're done. Yeah. And you can't get it back. You know, yeah. there's no way. The you, only
1: way to do that is to dial back your yeah. throttle. You and dial that's back, not what and you...
0: by the time you dial back, the other car's gone, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're you're puttering across.
1: Yeah, in a race, you can't,
0: you know, you got to go. Right, and the thing is, is you know, that's just land-based racing.
1: Oh, man, yeah, you know, I you, didn't even think
0: about... <laughs> you you start getting into the airplane racing and stuff like that, now you're dealing with... The fact that, you know, you have mechanics on the ground that, that's seeing altitude and stuff like that.
1: Like the red And Bull. the pitot
0: tubes and stuff like that of what's going on and something oh. on, the, on these aircraft at all times. Wow. You know, and then if you're dealing with jet aircraft, you're usually dealing with ejection seats. You yeah. know, and stuff like that, making sure those are armed, you know, yeah. prior to flight. You're dealing with, you know, the, it's, you know, going through, you know, school for aviation at one point. You know, you kind of look at, you know, that type of racing. You start thinking there's so much technology behind it because you got to tune the GPS. you got to tune yeah. all this other stuff in there. To make sure everything's tuned to atmospheric pressures because your atmospheric pressures are different than what they are ground based. Yep. You know, so you're dealing with all of that, and there's so much technology that's just behind that little thing. You know, it's you know it, it's just so many different things. You know, from ground based to air based, then you start dealing with like your MotoGP. You know, your motorcycle racing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we got these guys on these motorcycles. They're two hundred, two 250 mile an hour motorcycles you know, yeah. easy all day long, you know, but most of the time they're about a little bit under, you know, right about 100 to 120 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. However, it's the same thing as, as NASCAR. They're we're getting back feedback back to the draw, back to the fans mm-hmm. and the teams for the entire duration of the race. Right. Because isn't it,
1: isn't it, um, I, I look at the numbers in the boxes in the corner and people are talking about lap time. They're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, he's so splits. many seconds behind. Yeah, splits. So that's exactly why. That's exactly what they're looking at. Because when you're talking f- like racing with you know airplanes, I'm thinking of um, uh, what is it? Red Bull's league or whatever. Yeah, the Red Bull. Have, league. Yeah. Which which you know honestly is very captivating for me because I'm like, he's just flying through these you know these pylons or this goal and and it's it's crazy to see that. Even though everything looks so similar, mm-hmm. people are following following the same kind of instructions, the timings were vastly different. Yeah. And also like they're using technology to, to show the splits how much time they need to you know, how much time they're losing in real time.
0: Yeah. Like time attack.
1: Da- I, I, like I'm losing I'm I'm back two seconds, I'm back four seconds now. Oh, that means I'm going slower and then go faster on this corner. Yeah. Um and, 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 and honestly in a lot of those cases it, it, it helps them set world records.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the time attack stuff the time attack timing yeah. equipment is just absolutely insane you know they use it you know hey to go back to NHRA but they use it yeah. in time attack and NHRA yeah no you know yeah, hey how fast am I gonna how, how fast am I doing this you know quarter you know based on the other guy yeah it's you know it's you know bracket racing and the thing is with air racing and stuff like that it's a drag race, you know. Pretty yeah. much. You know, you're, you're not you're not flying around with each other. No. You know, you're you're trying to beat the other person's time as fast as you can. The only way you can do that is by taking the data, comparing it to the to atmospherics and figuring out your what route is the fastest route to get there and right. what your apex is and how, how much gas you got to give it.
1: How many G forces do you think you can take on this turn?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Honestly,
1: because that's they, that was something that they had on there too. They were like he took about eight g-force on that turn and 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 for you know people listening g-force is you know one g-force is you're just on earth it's just normal so eight eight times the gravity that he that we experience on earth he's Mm -hmm. experienced in in that turn yeah so
0: and think about it you know in in aerial g-forces aerial g-forces usually if you're on the ground g-forces are pushing straight down on on your body yeah you know an aerial g-force is pushing you back in that seat
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and pretty much taking all your internal organs and trying to show them through the seat. Yep. You know, at the same time. You know, yep. if, they, if it gives you any idea. Constant fight for your right. life. <laughs> You know, your, your body is designed to go one direction, one direction only. Yeah. You know, if you start, it's like, think about roller coasters. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really start wanting to get into the, you know, the, the G discussions, yeah. You know, you start getting the, you know, high bank turns on, you know, some of the, um, uh, what is it? The Hulk, for example. Right. As, one, as one of the higher G... Roller coasters <laughs> out there.
1: Yeah, you mentioned it. That, it's funny. That was my very first roller coaster I rode. <laughs> yeah. Well, the it thing was is, crazy. It,
0: that you know that roller coaster itself explains you know the laws yes. of physics when it comes down to friggin' yes. you know g force and, centri- and centrifugal g. Yeah. At the same exact time. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a lot. Uh, forces pulling you on all different directions and like, just think about. What is that? You get, everyone's probably seen the movies with it. The it's like a um, it's what the astronauts train with. It, it, it's that bar they get in. It's like a ride and it spins them in a circle like a centrifuge. Oh, yeah, it's like a centrifuge. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's actual name no, for It's just that.
0: a G ride. You know? Okay,
1: yeah, but but everybody's seen those things. I've seen a couple videos of that. It's incredible the how precise you have to be able to to see that number one and. Number two to be able to withstand that, I've seen a person who she was twenty, she was twenty fresh, like she had no like signs of wrinkles, and she hit like ten G's, and she looked like she was seventy. Yeah. So yeah, they, what they call it, the G monster. I'm pretty sure. Is yeah. What they call she was
0: it. the um um, she was that, that that's you're talking about um Haley Berdou. Yeah. She was the uh one the, the youngest um uh, commercial astronaut to go into orbit with Jarek isaacman and his crew of inspiration four um you know she is known as the g monster you know two. you know with jared isaacman and all of them um you know and they did that for saint jude they're going back up again very very soon for that
1: right
0: um you know for the players dawn missions to support saint jude you know she was a she was a pediatric patient at saint jude She's also the first person to go into oh, orbit that's ever had pediatric cancer and has a limb repli- and, has a, and has a joint replacement. So okay. you know, but you know, she can handle like eight, nine G's easy. Yeah, you know, because most women can handle more G's than the guys can. Yeah, just facts of life here. You know, right. and it's like and the funny thing is, if you know, I know we're kind of getting off topic, but <laughs> if you really want to experience what a G force is, and you're at Disney. Go to Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars, the ride is built on one of the old NASA training facility, training okay. tools that spins you around. and makes you feel like you're doing takeoff. Okay. That's just yeah. one of those things, you know. It, yeah. it, it's just how it goes.
1: Well, I I mean, it just makes you think about how there's more forces than you know. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to think about, you know, compensating for those things. I mean. Think can, about a course group. Yeah. We can we can kind of t- oh uh, yeah yeah exactly we can try so we can tie that back into <laughs> we can tie that back into um, like
0: air racing and stuff like that yeah uh, I mean
1: uh, the centripetal force that that's something that no one knows that we experience every day yeah it's the Earth is spinning at a, at an odd angle and and that spin is causing seasons to happen yeah it, it, it's 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 causing your day to happen so it's. It's, it's something that nobody really thinks about, but it's also something that, you know, when you think, when you think about those forces, uh, shot put, yep. javelin throw. Exactly. They've got to think about these things as well because you can incorporate that force into giving you more energy for your throw. Yeah. Have you seen, do you know how much a shot put weighs?
0: It's like nine pounds.
1: It's, it's heavy. And these kids, they are throwing at a hundred. Okay, they're they're grown at they're grown men. Yeah, yeah. So they're throwing at hundred and seventy meters, hundred ninety meters. No, no. I, I know I know most of the people, um, the, most of the people I know, they couldn't throw a football that far. They couldn't throw a baseball that far. A shot put ball? That's incredible. And these guys, they've they've got they they the spin. They've got to figure out that that the spin that they do to start. And the release has to be perfect. like and, and and it's crazy because they've gotten to a point where they're pushing their body so much and they're being told, hey, you need to release here. Hey, you need to spin like this. That their fingers are literally going to break under the pressure that they're creating, the force. So they, it's gotten to a point where it's not the ball that's an issue. It's not the field. It's their hands like no one's hands can withstand mm-hmm. holding this weight at that speed and 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 putting that much force into it. So it's it's incredible because they're using technology to push their bodies to the utmost, you know, maximum their mm-hmm. peak, and then breaking world records. I think I watched the other day. Um, there was one. I don't think it was this past Olympics. I think it was the one before it. If I'm not mistaken, where there was two guys that were just breaking each other's world record, and it's like that rabbit effect. You know, you're chasing someone, you're chasing that yeah. rabbit. That you're almost there. You're gonna get it. You're gonna keep pushing yourself, but they're also using the same um, the same technology to get better.
0: Yeah, and it's and you know the thing is like if you think about it, you know, in like motorcycle racing, it's something called lean sensors. So it tells you just how far you're into that end of that turn and how far you're leaning, dragging, knee, and stuff like that, going and into say, the turns.
1: I wonder how far they need to lean for that. You know, those and turns. you'll have
0: a sensor that'll tell you, "Hey, guess yeah. what, dum dum, you're going too far." Yeah. You know, bring okay. it back up. But yeah. the thing is, if you think about it, the tire's spinning, yeah. depending on how fast it's that vehicle, that car, that motorcycle, lay all the way on its side if it felt like it. Yeah. And then lean all the way back up. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all based off of gravity. And that's crazy too. Gravity because... It's centrifugal force and what is that? G-force. Yeah. You know, kicking in. You know, but the thing is, it's always, there's, you know, a sensor, you know, in all of this telling the rider, hey, how far am I leaning? You know, it's also telling, you know, the teams, how far is this bike into the lean? Mm-hmm. How far can that, and the, if you think about the technology behind the tires to handle that lean yeah. all the way up the sidewall and still yeah. maintain rigidity as you're going through that turn before you eject the rider, you know, and send him to the moon. You yeah, know? exactly. And the thing is, is now, if you think about it, even now... When you know if a rider you know loses the bike and you know he's tumbling through the air with the greatest of ease, you know when he hits the ground you know at 120 miles an hour, yeah, you know his suit that he's wearing, most of those suits now have an auto flate mechanism in there that inflates around the spinal column, around wow. his neck, around his waist, and stuff like that, you know, turn him into a big giant beach ball, that's you actually, know, and protecting cool. his internal organs. Yeah, I didn't you know, know that technology that was a to thing. save the rider's life. Yeah, it's like ever since if you think about it, back in with you know, if you look at NASCAR, which you know, for life-saving technology, you know how that came about was after the the Dale Dale Earnhardt Sr. wreck, yep. you know, the Daytona 500 on that turn when he hit that wall. Yep. there was nothing there to stop him from moving forward. Now they have the Hans device, which is now also required in NASCAR and in HRA, an car. It's a system that locks into your harness and locks you to that seat so you don't pull forward. Mm-hmm. It's an addition to your to to your you know sit five point restraint harness.
1: Yeah, I think I remember. I was I was still young whenever that happened, but it was pretty devastating to a lot of people, and it's it just shows you that you know we're we're pushing ourselves in every way f- possible, but we should also push the technology to keep ourselves safe. Yeah. Um. It's it's something that's sometimes it's unavoidable, but. Um, they took that lesson and they rolled with it. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. And it's not like it's most complicated technology.
0: Mm-hmm. you so. think about it nowadays when you are dealing with, you know, you know, can this handle what it is going to handle? Yeah. You know, we look at rapid prototyping and stuff like that to get us to that point. You know, and where we're going. You know, like we've had a lot of conversations about three D printing. Yeah. You could probably hear one going on in the background. But pretty quiet actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as loud as it could be. Um, but if you think about it, you know, that's rapid prototyping. That's something to get safety to the field faster. Mm-hmm. You know, these teams are able to develop stuff they need to keep their individual safe that's on the field. Yeah. At you know, all times.
1: Yeah, you can just... You can make the, the number of different iterations that you can make in quick succession is just... It's, it's very valuable in that sense of you're trying to innovate. So... We don't have to wait for the big accident to happen. Mm-hmm. We can be ahead of that accident. We're like, well, well, this is our failure point because we test it this way without a human there, and this is where our our breaking point is. So, right.
0: It's like what we were. It's like what we watched before we you know decided before we can't before we did this mm-hmm. about the shoes from. Um, from Adidas. Uh, no, Adidas. From Adidas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and you think about it, how that is now, how that technology is now impacting running. Yeah, I'm going to get you some know,
1: of those shoes. You
0: know, you know the only sport where technology doesn't play a tool at all, unless you're talking about a smartwatch, telling you how fast you're running, yeah, you know, you, what your heart rate is, and what your hey, time is. you're
1: having a heart attack right now. Right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. me,
0: you know, hey, chubby, fucking, you know, don't run like that.
1: GPS, you didn't make it that far.
0: <laughs> right, that's what mine would be telling me. You know, but. Hey, you got to start running. <laughs> exactly, got to start running and get running, but, you know, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um. Time will tell. Um, but the thing is, at that same time, you're talking about 3D printed, you know, soles of shoes that helps direct your momentum from one location to another.
1: Yeah, he broke it down in a, in in kind of a free body diagram where you are, I mean, you think about it now, you're flat, even if you're not flat footed, you have an arch, you're still, your momentum is stopped by that step. Mm. So... Momentum of force going down. Yeah. Um. In a sense, they're trying to get that. They're redirecting that direct uh, angle of force forward. So you're you may be stomping down, but you feel yourself pulling forward. So I I, I think it's a cool idea. Uh, it it uses lattices and resin printing, mm-hmm. and they actually did a really really cool thing where it it's it's two types of curing, uh, UV curing and Heat it's curing, uh, or, or no, 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 no. They're using they're using more than that. Is so so they're they're putting it in a, in a vat to get it to get it cleaned, uh, and cure it, or help with the curing. But they're also uh, putting it in the oven right afterwards so that it'll hold the shape that they kind of put it yeah. in. It's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, it's you know it's absolutely, you know, insane. And you know that's the guys you know that are partnering with Adidas. Um, you know, called, a company called Carbon.
1: I'm just you waiting know. for the basketball shoes to come out.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, You're talking about you know shoes that can support multi-directional freaking changes and stuff like that. Yeah. You would never think that some sports that you know we would never try never see technology in, mm-hmm. you know, we do. And the thing is, is what that is. It's a bridge of science and technology yeah. to get us to this point.
1: Yeah, had to give him the Zion. He blew his shoe out that one year at Duke, and, and
0: <laughs> just it was
1: just a normal Nike shoe, and no yeah. one had seen that before. Man was just walking or playing basketball on the court, and his whole foot went through his shoe. Yeah. yeah, you get a 3D printed shoe out there. If he breaks it, you probably have a 3D printer on the sideline that, you know, here's your another. Here's your replacement
0: shoe. Yeah, here, take this. Yeah. You know, and it's just, you know, that type of stuff. You know, it's like when you start dealing with, you know, sports where technology is usually not in. Yeah. You know, it's the, the one I, I kind of laugh about because some people, you know, kind of, you know, see it, not see it coming is golf. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have so much technology in the world of golf. We do. That, you know, it's it's one of those sports that you never thought you would, you know, ever, you know, ha- have have golf, you know, have technology in. Especially when the, the greats like Ernie Els and all of them were playing and stuff like that. They didn't need that. You, didn't, you, know, you don't need to worry about how far your ball flew. You know, the fans did not really care. Yeah. You know, they're watching, you know, their their favorite golfer, you know, the Shark and, mm-hmm. and all of them who are now on the senior tour or, yet alone, retired. You know that we're dead. Um, yeah, it, it ultimate retirement. It. Yeah. No. Um, there's no choice there. Right. they're not coming <laughs> back to work. Um, if you come back to work, run. Yeah, that's not good. Um. So, but the thing is, it's you no. Know, now we're debate. Now we're now we're still worried about. Okay, cool. That's how far the ball flew. You know, you have guys who are developing ultra flex shafts and stuff like that for long ball hits. Yeah. These guys are hitting the golf balls, freaking you know, six, seven, eight hundred yards, yeah. using a flex shaft, you know, which I think is cheating, But yeah, that's just me. Now,
1: if they slow that down, like you can, you see, you see that golf club bend in ways that it never has bent before.
0: Yeah, and it's and they, that's all carbon wrapping, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But if you are talking about like ball in flight tracking, you're tracking that ball in flight from point A to point B and keeping track of your mm-hmm. strokes. When the caddy can't even keep track of your strokes that well, no. No, but the machine can.
1: Was that the whole reason to bring the caddy? Yeah. Oh, besides, he carries your clubs.
0: Right. <laughs> he keeps score. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's there to say what type of golf club you need. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. You know,
0: but if you think about it, now they have technology that pretty much is a digital caddy. Yeah. You know, brought to you by NBC. Yeah, man. And yeah. And, and you can you
1: can literally. CBS. Run the same course that these pros run. If you're like, I could do that. Good Get like yourself a it. VR. You can get yourself a room or you can rent a room that will put you in that same, you know, 18 holes. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, play like you were playing against Tiger Woods, you know. And, and and honestly, that makes it, we talked about inclusivity last week. But that makes it that much more possible for someone to say, hey, I I want to be like this person or I want to be as good as this person. hmm how can I make my game implement or emulate their game?
0: Yeah. One of my friends who used to work with me has a golf simulator. Yep. And he goes in, and he plays that simulator all eighteen holes before he goes and run, he goes and plays a tournament. Oh, practice. Right. You know, it's free practice. You know, I've got a lot of friends of mine that you know we shoot um, competition, you know, shooting. Yep. And stuff like that, steel challenge from USPSA you know, or some of our folks who are, you know, global, it's called IPSEC, mm-hmm. you know, but if you start dealing with some of that stuff, you know, there's simulators out there that help you practice that
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: get better for that, you know, get better, you know, bow hunting and stuff like that so you can have ethical shots. Yeah. You know, what not? Archery, you know, is a really big one. You know, you, yeah. got, you got technology in archery now that shows you where the knocks are at if they're flying through the air, you know, if you're out hunting or... You know, they're you know you're able to see the impact on target. You know, during some of the big archery competitions in the Olympics or really? doing three D shots, and you can see where that arrow hits. You know, when it hits the when it hits the target, you can see it pop up on the screen. It'll tell you where it's at.
1: I like that. Yeah,
0: you know, it, it's it, it's one of those. You know, it's the unexpected. You know, when it comes down to technology and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, because I think about darts like that. And, darts and do the same thing. It auto calculates for you. It's yeah. like, hey, he needs to hit this block to win. Yeah, it tells you before that the the commentator can tell you, and it's like commentator's probably reading off the same thing you are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, you know, like what Ed was talking about last week. You know, pool tables. Yeah, you know, pool tables are another one. Billiards.
1: He's, you you know,
0: know, bowling. You know, is another one. I yeah. need to you know take these two pins out. They needs the ball needs to go this way and. You no know, hook left wow. and I really spin see a quarter turn and do this and you know. I see it very much so anyway. me, I throw the ball, it hops three lanes and takes out a you know, <laughs> a small little child down the street. Yeah. You know, it's just that works. Yeah. I try to spin but I like <laughs> let go on one
1: side, it goes into the other gutter every time. Yeah. Yeah. There's no hope. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm really good at gutter ball. That's the only uh, thing I got.
1: I spin it in place. I try to try to do the spin. It just doesn't do
0: anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to kick it too. That just hurts the foot. Yeah. No. Um, not worth it. So. I mean, you can't play with bumpers
1: on. It's not. It's not the same. not as yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, you can do the granny roll. <laughs> yeah. There you go.
0: There you you go. know, where the little shoot thing <laughs> they got now. You know, they just drop on the shoot thing and oh, let yeah, it roll. No,
1: that's that. That's called. Called that Plinko, <laughs> Plinko. <laughs> what, what, you know, because like that's exactly what you did. Price is Right It's like yeah. you're just dropping it and hoping you get something out of it. Yeah, it's so. like shuffleboard. Yeah, exactly. Plink. Oh, you know, bringing us back to you know maybe <laughs> maybe an Olympics one. Uh, what is what is it? Um, it's not shuffleboard that they play. It's like it, but it's on ice. Um, <sighs> I know what you're talking about. I'm not sure what the name of it is. Oh, curling. Boy. Curling, that's what it is. So curling, that even has technology. Oh, yeah. You see them kind of release in such a, the lightest way, and, and you'll see them at the very end. They'll say something to each other. The sweepers. And they slightly spin it or turn it at, yeah. a, at some type of angle. And then the sweepers will say something or call it out, and they'll sweep for a little bit, and then they'll sweep for a little bit. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is they're adjusting that friction that that's that that's like ex- the the curling puck, whatever yeah. you want to call it, is experiencing, and they are getting that information from prior <clears throat> prior games or prior matches they've had, yeah. and, and prior practice. So it's 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 crazy because they're using. I, I I'm watching this and I've never in my life played this game. And then I saw it on the Olympics and I was like what is this question yeah. mark and 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 i saw it and then you can see on the the broadcast that they're tracking and predicting where it's going to land they they were counting out the targets and showing you what it meant it just taught me everything i need to know about curling and that technology it made that inclusive to me
0: yeah
1: and and now we're gonna probably uh the the americans that are up there that look like they're just their dads mm-hmm. that got lost yeah. Are probably going to get beat by the next
0: <laughs> young crew of uh, kids using technology. Th- those were the dads that you know went out inside to watch a football game and you know got lost. <laughs> you know they went to go get a beer. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. is this yeah. how
1: you ended up in the leotard <laughs>
0: at the Olympics? That, that, that's you know I, that's probably how they uh, you yeah. know what does hangover happened. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know it's kind of funny that you know you brought up curling. I watched a video on curling. Like, a little bit before, you know, everybody yep. came over today, you know, and saw how they make the curling puck thing. Yeah. You know, they have to use two different types of granite to get the what slide. Is it, is it not a stone? Things. No, it's, just, it is a stone. Okay. It was a granite stone. But they have to cut the ends of the stone open okay. to fit certain other types of granite in there, because that's got a higher slide ratio oh, and stuff like that. Okay. And then you have to polish it just right and yeah. stuff like that. And the Olympics dictates the angle of... Of the front of the the roundness. Okay. Of the of the, of the, of the, the puck thing. Okay. That's you know, pretty cool. There's, there's so much to it yeah. that, you know, it's absolutely insane. It's like, if you think about it, look at hockey. You know, a, a puck can only weigh a certain amount. Yeah. You know, beca- before it becomes a deadly projectile. Yeah, you know?
1: before it's going to go through you. Because they're hitting right. it, like, over, over hundreds of miles per hour. Yeah. They're, they're cracking it, it. Yeah, that's why they're missing a lot of teeth. Yeah. Amongst amongst other things they're, they're fighting but yeah
0: but you know some of those you know players out there like Wayne Gretzky and you know and all of them some of the greatest players you know ever to you know cross the ice mm-hmm. you know with a heck of a you know slap shot if you think about it and I know we're going over time yet again um, <laughs> if you think about it look if, if you really want to technolo- take technolo- technology into it think about how you predict the speed of a slap shot based off the angle of the stick
1: oh and you you kind of do that you know, and it's crazy because you see the, the hockey players do that in their head, and yeah. Instantaneously, like they see you raised it up, you're like, oh man, he's at like he's yeah. at like 130 degrees. I gotta. You'll see him yeah. dive if there's no goalie over there. They'll dive, and they'll sacrifice their body. And they know this thing is gonna hurt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna come out there with some force behind
1: it. Yeah, that's why I always go, you know, don't, you know, you cover cover your face, just go back first. Yeah. <laughs> Hit, hit a non-vital organ.
0: Yeah, please, 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 not the spine. <laughs> but, but if you think about it, you know, you have, and it's just not like radar guns. We've been using radar guns in hockey for decades. Yeah. You know, it, it, that and baseball. You know, it's just, you know, radar guns are the all, all the rage, you know. Yeah. But then you start getting into, like what you said, VR and stuff like that, AR. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, puck speeds and stuff like that. Yeah. You start really tying that into the you know, directional way of travel and angles and... You know, you're nope. not just teaching kids math, nope. you know? You're teaching them the sport. You're teaching them how to enjoy it and really kind of, you know, know what's there.
1: It's not only... Yeah,
0: it, like what it, you said about curling. It opens a whole new world of sports. It, it,
1: it shows you something you... Like, I would have never, honestly, if they didn't show that to me, I would have turned the channel within five minutes. Yeah. Because I was like, eh, I don't know what's going on. Right? I've changed the channel on cricket before because I have no idea before. what's going on. Right. And, and that's the thing is, like, it could be the most interesting like match, but I have no idea what's happening. And if you don't include me as the watcher, then you are going to lose viewership, which means you'll lose funding, which means that, like, I'm not saying your days are numbered necessarily, but it can't feel good for the bottom line.
0: No. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to say it. I just kind of kind of looked at something. Um, yeah. You know, we have a curling club near us.
1: No, you're trying to get in the curling?
0: No, I just think it's funny.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: You know, you're 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 in a, you're in states where it doesn't snow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> where where do you curl at? We're swampland. <laughs> so,
0: curling in the swamps, I guess. You know, you're, you're, you know. Sorry, y'all, we're, we're curling with freaking you know bowling balls, yeah, okay. you know, <laughs> because we can't afford the else.
1: Yeah, on the backs of croc or alligators. <laughs> you know, but it, it
0: it's one of those things. You know, it's becoming a global sport. Yeah. And this is how you end up with. You know the sports dads freaking ended up in freaking you know the Olympics. Yeah, and just magically got lost. Well, they probably yeah, they, and, and and
1: honestly, they they probably showed some real some tr- real true talent for it. But you know, like like us, we've never been um, we've never been introduced. Yeah. So once they inter- were introduced, they probably loved it, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that that's something that they just like accidentally did because they're at the Olympic level, but yeah. they definitely look out of place.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now, I either got the, the, the body of a hockey goalie or uh, somebody doing curling.
1: Yeah, 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 right? right, right. <laughs> Professional athlete, that's all exactly. you have to say.
0: <laughs> you know, WWE superstar. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, those guys are
1: athletes, too. It's crazy to put yeah. on that show. It's insane. So, yeah. But,
0: you know, that's, we're, we're, we're going to end it with, you know, that little bit of comedy. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know we hope you all have a good one. You know, we appreciate y'all hanging in with us. You know, we appreciate the listens every, every week. You know, we really do this for y'all. Have a little bit of fun with it. We hope y'all enjoy it. Hope y'all know we don't take, you know, pretty much each other or very many things too seriously. Mm-hmm. Unless we know it's a serious topic. But, that's you true. know, we're talking about, like, safety and stuff like that. You know, or stuff that we can train you with. True. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things. So, you know, I say thank you, and, and I'm gonna turn it over to, to John for the, you know, closing words and probably maybe a little bit of a, you know, a charge to do something this week. We'll yeah.
1: See. Um. But yeah, guys, I, I I I appreciate you guys listening. Um. We definitely want to keep it engaging. Um. So we were trying to, you know, make a conscious effort to, to try to reach out to all kind of demographics and and anybody who's interested in anything. We. We can incorporate tech in everything, and, and, and it's not anything that you know, we shouldn't shy away from as, as humans because it's, it's ingrained in us already, and we need it to kind of progress. So I, I think that uh, if you guys have topics that you, you, maybe you don't like sports, maybe you want to talk about something else, you, may, you don't like 3D printing, you want to talk about something else, um, just, just let us know. I bet you we can find a way that they're using technology in it, mm-hmm. or, or even find out what's at like the bleeding edge of that technology. Um, and, and kind of, you know, introduce it to more people, uh, because I can guarantee you if I haven't learned about it before, it's going to be interesting to me because it's just the way the brain works for me. Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I can't help it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, if you hear anything, you got any, any topics for us, just let us know. Uh, my, my challenge for this week though is, um, is learn something new uh, something it doesn't have to be like the big project like I'm gonna build a robot but learn something that you you maybe don't even use every day in your in your normal job and then try to make that more beneficial to you like for me for instance 3d printing isn't something that I'm using every day but it's something I'm trying to incorporate in my my current job it doesn't really have a, a place in the you know the position I'm in but you work every day to try to get that kind of incorporated because it becomes a passion um, so I, I guess find something you're passionate about and try to incorporate that with your work yeah. um, and that'll definitely make your, your life more enriching so uh, I, once again guys I appreciate every, everybody listening and uh,
0: well, we'll see you on the next one have a good one thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. if you did please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes if you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about please send us a show idea to podcast at vulcanora.com hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning